And welcome to another edition of the Panel Podcast. My name is Sean Thomas, aka Shawnee Maestro, episode number four. Back again, dating and relationships part four. How's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing today? Good, good, good. good, good. good. Um, I got a large ass crowd, yo. Yo, this is the this is the most people that we've had. We we went from six, seven, five, no, seven, five, six, and now eight. So appreciate y'all coming. Appreciate y'all coming. Still on my left, introduce everybody. Ross, what's going on, man? Uh, How you feeling? Same old, same old, ain't nothing new. I'm here. What's going on, man? Uh, good, good. Hector, speak to the people, man. I just bought a new book. So <laughs> <laughs> what book is that, bro? Let me get the name. Hold on. Jesus, <laughs> I just bought it. Like, literally, just, just bought it. Yeah. We'll get back to you, Hector. My man, Anthony. Yo, what's good, everybody? My name is Anthony. I go by Ant from Brooklyn. Happy to be here, man. AKA Ball from high school. Long time no see, man. (laughs) My man from high school. Back again, Miss Layla. Hey, boo. Hi. How you doing? (laughs) I'm good. And Layla, and Layla brought me a present. She brought a friend. (laughs) Hey, guys, my name is Mariah. I don't have no cool nickname, sorry. I work work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Mariah. Miss Lakia, how are you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for you? coming, too. And I love your hair, girl. Thank you. It was very, very nice. Last but not least, guys, I have my guest here today, Miss Empress Lanice. Miss Lanice, how are you doing, girl? I am awesome. How is, how is everybody doing? Hey, doing good. Thank awesome. You. Thank awesome. you for having me. Thank you for coming. Me and Lanice go way back. When she started her company, um, she was, you know, doing stuff. And I asked her to write for her. And she gave me the chance to write for her. And I was so, you know, weird because the first draft I sent to her had mad mistakes, <laughs> mad errors. She's like, fix this, edit this, take out that. But, you know, she gave me a chance to write for her. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. She posted it on um, on her site. Like, everywhere, like, she had a site. What I wrote was there. So I appreciate you for that. Um, your company, please tell everybody company name what you do any events you have that's coming so i have my company name is the l spot productions which is what you had wrote on um it first started off as a blog but now we have a magazine and tv show so we upgraded look at you look at you thank you and then i it used to be also a public relations company but i started a new company just for that and it's called empress lenise public relations agency and um, I pretty much represent entertainers, businesses, um, the food um, and consumer industry. So we've most definitely have grown up since I first met you. Yes, it is. Blown up times 10, girl. Um, a- anything you have that we should know? Um, so I have a few things coming up. I actually started a tour called Watch Me Work Tour. So I have a single that I wrote, but I'm not singing on it. So I had someone else sing for me. I listened to it last night and, and I liked it. Awesome. I liked it. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. So pretty much um, Watch Me Work is just like everything that I got going on. I'm like, you know, come through. So this past Sunday, I had a podcast, a live podcast that aired on iHeartRadio. And then... Saturday, we're doing a brunch. It's called Summer with Q and Empress. And then in September, September 23rd, we're having the L-Spot Fashion Week. And the theme is music is fashion. That's awesome, yo. That's awesome. She has a lot going on. 
right. love to see I love to see people on the grind, especially girls. And I love female women. empowerment right. is real. Okay. So female <laughs> empowerment is real. So shout out to you. Shout out to all the girls here. Y'all on your grind. All y'all yeah. looking good. All y'all looking like <laughs> snacks. All y'all looking like snacks today. So our preachers are coming. Everything that she just said, we're gonna run it back at the end so everybody could hear it again, guys. All right, guys, so I'm gonna get into the show. Dating and Relationships Part 4. Um, I have some questions. I sent you guys some questions. Um, I got some interesting feedback from some of y'all. So I'm going to get into it. Um, the first question I'm going to ask is, I'm going to start with the fellas here. So Ross, batter first, you're up first. The question is, in terms of dating and relationships, do gender roles still exist? In terms of dating and relationships, does gender roles still exist? I guess, I guess for me, that one's a little bit more tricky because while I don't believe in it, I still like pay attention to some gender roles. Like I still have any lady I'm walking with walk on the inside of the sidewalk and things like that. But at the same time, I don't feel like um, they. It has to be you know this person makes the man has to be the breadwinner. Uh, the female has to stay in the house and cook and clean. Like I think that's all dual um, responsibilities there. As far as breadwinner, you know, that doesn't really matter as long as y'all making the money work. So, um, yes and no. It's just the little things I still think men should be mindful of. But when it comes to those bigger societal things, nah, everybody should be all in on everything. Hector. I think that I try to be very dynamic about it. It's just like Ross said, it's not as cut and dry as it used to be. Today, we have a lot equal rights is here it should have been here it's here now we have to respect that so we have a lot of new technology coming out and times are changing and we just have to be adaptable to that so what may be acceptable today may not be acceptable tomorrow and you just have to understand that change is constant so just ro ro roll with the punches and just as as men we have to learn how to deal with this new change in masculinity that we have and getting rid of toxic masculinity and all these other things and allow to allow women to be empowered, you know, and be able to do the the, the beautiful things like I'm sorry, what your name? I'm Empress. Empress, like Empress is doing. I bought a book and she didn't wrote like six books in the <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, as far as the gender roles are concerned, I think we need to start putting that in the past and just like getting this equality going because one of the things I've I've one of the things I hold true to myself is that until we get everyone all our minds working and get rid of all these social boundaries, we won't see the full power of humanity on this earth. That's powerful, man. Mr. Ball, what do you, th what do you think? In dating and relationships, do gender roles still exist? Before Anthony answers the question, Anthony is the first married person we've had on the show. So Clap shout out to you, Anthony. Shout out to you, Anthony. Yeah, man. So he's coming from a marriage a perspective. I haven't seen Anthony about, what, 12 years? And what do you think though? Um in terms of dating and relationships, do gender roles do gender roles still is it still I, mean, I definitely agree with my brother say I believe they definitely do exist still. Um just taking me and my wife for example. Um she'll get on me if I'm not doing a manly type of thing, you know, like if I'm not like you said, walking on the right side of the street. So I'm still learning as we go, believe me or not. Believe it or not, I'm with my wife for almost seven years now, two years married. And I'll get on her if she's not taking care of 
um, uh, fe uh, feminine type of things, and I'm not doing if I'm not washing the dishes or taking the trash out or just taking care of things that a guy's supposed to do. But then again, I also would say that, say that they don't agree anymore. Also, because we of um, our females nowadays, they like to take charge in a lot of things now. Also, so like you said, I go out sometimes. My wife like, you know what? I got to check or blase blase. But they 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 do what they do exist. But I believe that as time has changed, you start to see a lot, a lot more females taking on the man role and vice versa. You know, I don't have no problem with blowing out my wife hair when she got the shower and washing her hair. So <laughs> so they do exist still, but a lot has changed as time has gone on. So I took my girl's hair off uh, the, like last week. <laughs> that was a bad serious. No, yeah, I think so. It was the actual first official time. I, I was standing behind. <laughs> how long I got? How long I've been together for? Though? Two years. I'm trying to be like you, man. Layla, in dating and relationships, do gender roles still exist? Um, like some of the gentlemen said, I, I yes and no, because in some situations, um, like, like taking out the garbage, I rather whoever I'm with do that if I'm living with them, mm -hmm. and no, because sometimes women are the breadwinners and they do certain <coughs> things. That's Mariah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they should be interchangeable. Like for me. Yes, I do believe a man should walk on the outside of the um, the street and stuff. But if I'm home and the garbage needs to be taken out, I'm gonna take it out. Mm. It's hey, not thank that you. Easy. Amen. Exactly. <laughs> well, not amen, but, <laughs> but you know, that's, that's good to know. Opinion, but I do hey, think don't wait for me to get home. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, um, if I'm at work and if my man is home and there's dishes in the sink and I come home and there's still dishes in the sink. It's gonna be a problem. Your Tight. grandfather and your father taught you that that's my responsibility. <laughs> that's gonna be a problem. So I do think um, it's all individual, is what you believe in. But in some cases, I do believe that a man's role is a man's role. <clears throat> Open the car door for me. Open the door for me. Right. Period. Right. And a woman's role is, you know, nurture her man, be her man's peace, not his headache. Right. But again, if you if you're causing me headache, then it's a problem. So. Right. That's my thoughts on it. It's, it should be interchangeable. Empress, right. your take on it, please. So I do believe it still exists. And what's interesting for me personally is I'm learning all of this through my male friends. So like my parents, we're American. They didn't really like teach us like, okay, this is what a man is supposed to do. This is what a woman is supposed to do. It's just more of like, we just do it. So all of my male friends, they're the ones that teach me, like, okay, you're supposed to walk on this side while I walk on this side, mm -hmm. opening up the doors for me. So I'm learning all of this even still to this day through all the male friends that I have. So I want to say, yeah, it still exists. Uh, is that the first American we've had on the show? Nah, you got one over here. <laughs> so at the I don't same know time, what I've been nah, the whole Y'all do show. know yeah, McKee is definitely an American. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and y'all walked in the door together. Now. Exactly. <laughs> Lakia, please. I mean, I agree with everyone here. I really don't have an opinion on it because I don't care who does it. Just get it done. <laughs> Honestly, because it's petty things that turn into bigger things. Like, if you see it there, like they said, don't wait for me to do it mm -hmm. if you can't do it. But I don't know. Like I said, I don't care. It's whatever. So what about paying? That's That was the one oh. that is a big gender role one where if you go out on a date, how many times... Let's say the, the man pays the first time. Should he pay, therefore, every other time? Or do you offer? What do you do? I mean, it's vice versa. If I want to go out, then I'm paying. If he wants to go out, he pays. Yeah. You know, it's not really... If you tell me, listen, I'm short, then I'm going to be like, all right, so 
I'm short too. We're not going nowhere. That's about it. Anthony, since you did your marriage, man. Let me ask you, how does that work in your household with you and your wife? When you guys go out, who pays? How does it work? Do you generally do it or y'all just work it out based on finances, that money, or whatever it is? Like she just said, like my wife wants to go out. Some Most of the time she'll take care of the bill, but I'm the breadwinner of the, of the house, so I wouldn't mind paying whenever I have to. Listen, you got to get, because whenever, whenever she got to get stuff done for, her, stuff done for herself, she'll go out and take care of it on her own because that's what she want to do, but... Right. If I if I'm doing it, whatever we gotta do as a couple, I'ma hold that down. I'ma hold that down and just you know make sure that she got her own whenever she gotta take care of herself. But then like I said, we we we're in this um this role thing, right? And I think people gotta just learn how to step out of the box and then just do what what's not regular sometimes. You know, like that's the main thing that attracted me to my wife is that when we first got together, she was taking me on trips and taking me out on dates. And I'm like, yo. I've never been with a girl like this before, so this is kind of, this is different right here, and it kind of, well, it came as a shock to me. So people, they're so stuck up in these stereotypes to where you're not seeing nothing, nothing different than what the next girl gave you or the next guy gave you. It's just like, whatever, it's just the same thing i always been through, but people got to learn to step out of the box sometimes. That's when you're going to get that extra, you know? But that's basically what All right, one more question before I take up the spot. Y'all me a check, man. <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you. Throughout the time y'all been together, see, y'all said y'all been together seven years, right? Yeah. Throughout that time, has it changed where in the in the beginning you did most of it, and then once you guys really started to, like, come together and get in, get engaged and stuff, did it change a more equal playing field? Or it just always been? It's always been on it. Like I said, when we, first, when we first got together, she was also picking up checks and taking me on trips and shopping for me. So it's always been... That mutual thing that we always had, yeah, from the very beginning. So, basically, yeah. Interesting, interesting. One of the reasons why I brought it up is because you know I've met some girls and it's like I would want to do so much, and they're like, they kind of like you said, I got it, I'm gonna do it, I got it. Yeah. So, but one of the reasons is because I've met some dudes that they have like a crazy like standard of you know if the girl doesn't have this or if the girl doesn't have that then it's a dub and you know I'm saying so I feel that plays into the roles as well is because you know if a girl has you know A, B, and C but you know let's just say that you know she doesn't you know like doing she can't cook yeah like mm -hmm. something like that yeah. like it doesn't matter what she got she could have three masters or whatever the case is if she can't cook, then that one thing will mess up everything that she has. So it's like I think so. I think that that's wrong because I think that's something. I think that that's something that can be taught. Something that you know what I'm saying. Like you could learn how to make rice. Like not that way. You know what I'm saying. So um, that's why I really, really, you know, um, I brought it up because I was because I've been encountering guys that's like, yo, boy, I don't care what she got. If if she don't do bing. Then it's yeah. bam and it's that's out of here. That's where a lot of problems come into place. So you got you gotta learn you gotta know how to compliment each other. Like I probably wash the dishes and do the laundry and clean the house as much as my wife does. And then you know, like I said, we she my wife has a has a, is in a great profession. She makes money as much as I do, you know. So not like if all right, I'm the guy, I, I gotta be the I gotta be bringing home the bacon and you gotta cook. Like we don't we don't have those roles in my house. Only like when, like so when it comes out to like, to like the like the real man stuff, I'm not gonna have my wife go and dump the garbage at ten o'clock at night. I'm not gonna have out the house and you know, and there's some alley somewhere, you know, Queens got them alleys. And the raccoons and possums. <laughs> I saw one yesterday, bro. Get shit out of But we don't have like no like a schedule of things that we both do. We both do our parts, we both pitch in wherever we can pitch in at, and we okay. do everything 50 50 when it comes down to it. Awesome job, guys. Awesome job. Question number two is Can you forgive someone that cheats, or 
is it one time and mm. he or she is gone? Can you forgive someone that cheats or is it one time and then he or she is gone? Layla, I'm going to start with you and the females. It what do you have to say? This has always been my thing and I said this to somebody before. When someone cheats on me, my first question to myself is, do I want to be there? If I don't want to be there, it's done. There's no need to move forward, nothing else. Then if I still want to be there, my next question is, do you still want to be here? And how we, together as a couple, going to fix this? So that's how I approach if someone cheats on me. So you think of you first, like, you know what? Yeah. If Forget I don't want to be there, right. if I don't want to be there, what's the sense? Mariah, what do you have to say on this topic? I think... If you have self-love, your tolerance is really low. Mm-hmm. So for me, if you cheat on me, if you cheat on me one time, now I, when I was younger, I used to be like, well, he still loves me. He's still coming <laughs> home to me. He's still coming home to me like number one dummy of the year. <laughs> but now it's like you made that conscious, that conscious choice to cheat on me, disrespect me, kiss the girl, have sex with the girl, whatever it may be. So for me now, as a grown woman now, it's done. It's over. Empress? That's a tough one, and I say that because I've been on like both sides in the sense of I have left someone because they che- cheated on me right away, and then I have stayed with the person mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. cheated on me. And honestly, it like, like what Layla was saying just kind of depends on what's beneficial for you at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't gone through that lately, so I really don't know what my answer would be today. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it just depends on like where you're at mentally at the time. Because like how she said, back in the day, the reason why I allowed the person to cheat, because I'm like, oh, they love me, they this, they that. And, you know, you just have to really just evaluate what makes sense for you. Interesting. Kia, darling. Can you forgive a cheater or is it one time and he's out of there? I don't even deal with you once you lie. So it's not even come on, get to Come on, somebody. Come on. She just took us to church. We're not having this. There's no reason to lie. So if you're going to lie, then you're going to do extra If you stuff, tell me your height is... Don't I don't have time for it. Don't tell me you're at your mother's house and I'm standing with your mother. I'm going to be like, you know what? Whatever it is you was doing, just... It's quiet. Just enjoy it. We're not gonna get there. It's not worth my sanity. Fellas, before you guys go, um, my th- my thinking on this is, I think people confuse when you cheat. Cheating is an option. Mm-hmm. You don't mistakenly cheat. Nope. Mm-hmm. You don't mistake. And the other part of it is, you gotta like, like almost like come up with like a scheme. Like, all right, this hotel, this time. If he or she finds out, True. say that I was at my mama crib, my daddy crib, and it's and if you go through all of that, yeah. that means that you don't like me at all. <laughs> if you got to come up with a game plan to to cheat on me, it's like, well, damn. A game plan. <laughs> so it's like you know what I'm saying. So when you cheat, cheating is not cheating is not a mistake. Cheating is a choice. But it's yo. an unconscious mistake. It's people. People do it consciously, but you have people that do it unconsciously, and it's how just do like, you unconsciously cheat? Is you <laughs> no? Honestly, you can't because you have people that just do it. Like they don't even know that they're doing it. Like I didn't know I was talking to her and flirting. Like yeah, 
Really? She but just, it's a positive. Is learning or cheating, though? You know when you got a girl at home, like, it ain't no yeah. unconsciousness to cheating. I don't believe Right, but you can have a girl at home and it can be such an addiction that to you it's not yeah, that. To you it's like, oh, no, it's conversation, but to the outside world it's like, nah, bro. But, I, I, but I get what you're cheating, though. I get what you're yeah, trying like, to say. Hold on, hold on, like, so if I have a girl and I flirt with, like, her friend or, like, someone else. You said Yeah, so it's like, if I flirt with her, like, does that auto, like, did I cheat? I don't think I did. If you flirt with another female and you have a girlfriend? Yes. If you flirt with another female and you have a girlfriend? Yes. Because some Same people one more time. don't. <laughs> no, listen to me, listen to me. Some people think that cheating is actually the actual act, the actual no, bedroom. No, so what if it happens in reverse where your girl is flirting with another guy? I'm not saying how that I'm going to do it. How I'm just saying. How would you feel? I mean, I'll feel hurt. I'll be upset. So then that means it's cheating in some sort of way. It doesn't mean you have to do the physical act. So there's different types. Yeah. That, that's what we're saying. Because there's some people that think, yo, I don't give a fuck unless they actually, you know what I'm saying, like have give sex. A fuck. Right. Yeah. Then it's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? So. But not realizing conversation adds up to that. That's, yes. that's, that's the thing. I, I, I get what you're saying. If every day, let's say you're at your job and there's one girl who always come in and she brings you a coffee in the morning. And you take that coffee every day, right? And she you may you may be like, I'm, th- I'm I'm thirsty. This is some good ass coffee, right? But in her mind, it's like, oh, I'm gonna keep breaking them down, keep breaking them down. Right. And one day, in certain conversations, you don't realize stop. you're okay. unconsciously cheating. Like, right? Okay, now I get what she was saying. Stop that kind of that kind of situation. You could get yeah. Yeah, that's. I guess. Ross, Ross so in that case, like I, even like you said, the girl could be luring you up, luring you up, and. But nobody can make you cheat. It's still a decision that you have to make on your own. It's nobody can make you cheat. No, that's true. Somebody, that's you, true. you can have a girl in front of you twerking every day, 24-7. If you love what you got at home and you know you got a girl at home, it's still your decision to cheat. Nobody yeah. can force you into doing that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying I was, I, I was trying to yeah, clarify yeah, right. what she was saying. Because my, my actual motto is, I'm going to say that. Let me get Ross. <laughs> Thank you, Hector. All, right. all right. So for me, I think, um, all right, so as a male, when a female cheats, it's two different things. There's the emotional cheating that women do, and then there's, like, it, it was just sex. Like, to me, I, I break it down to those two different things, where you actually having a, like, full-on relationship on the side with this person. Like, it was, like, um, you really, really feeling this guy, or right. it was just, like, it just mm-hmm. happened. Like, it, it just, it, I think it just does happen. Like, right. where... Where like what? Let's but say how do you? Let's but say how drinking. does it just? Let's say what? drinking. Let's say two people drinking. Minds ain't fully there. Whatever, <laughs> and it happens. Right. Does that? But you got to make a better choice before you even drink. Bro. You should not put yourself Don't put, in that position. Exactly. That's a fact. All right, but like this. It, it it happens. Unconsciously, she did. <laughs> me for example, and I'm gonna put myself out there. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> I was with my kid's father. I would make sure he wasn't cheating on me, but unconsciously, I'd allow inboxes, conversations, engaged in certain things. I didn't consider it to be cheating because we were actually doing things, but mm-hmm. it was a form of cheating. And why was I doing it? I don't know. I was I seen it as conversation, but right. the other person would be like, you know, that's cheating, right? Like, you see what y'all talking about? I was like, yeah, right, but whatever. Yeah. He's out there cheating too, but it was like an everyday thing. When I look back on it now, mm, <laughs> I, mm. You was, was wrong. I was you the cheater. I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so where we're getting from this is there's different types that you could like socially cheat, mentally you, cheat. You officially cheat Physical when cheat. you give that your like romantic 
emotions towards that person i think that's when it's officially cheating doesn't matter if y'all kissed or if y'all didn't get there yet if you start giving those type of feelings to yeah. someone else other than your partner that's yep. when you cross the line now there's de- now we <laughs> can still come back from <laughs> that as opposed to where you actually slept with the person right and then it's just like you cross the line where I'm gonna have to make a whole nother decision, and how I look at you might change. But right. to me, it I would I it, the option is still there to take the person back if they cheat. Thank you for answering mm, the actual sure the question, no Ross. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start off by saying one of my another motto I have is that a man is only as faithful as his options. Bingo! I was just about to say that. And shit. that means that, like Anthony said, when you when you sit down, whatever decision you have to make in life, you gotta weigh options. Do I wanna go home to my wife and my family or do I wanna enjoy this one night in Cuba in Havana? <laughs> right. You gotta you gotta weigh the option and if you decide to weigh on the other side, you gotta just understand the consequences that come with that. Mm-hmm. With that being said, um I don't think that personally I don't think it's a it's a give all end all if someone cheats. I think it's depend on the situation and analyzing it because to what Raw says, I'll I'd be a bit more lenient if it was just you went away to Essence Festival and you got drunk with the girls or something like that right. and you never see the guy again. Obviously, there's STDs involved, but that's one thing as well. Versus if you went, if me and you've been together for 10 years and for seven of those 10 years, every Wednesday, you mm-hmm. and this guy was doing something. That's a whole nother yeah, level. That's, true, true. that's time for us to get divorced and <laughs> you're about to get lawyers and I'm taking half. <laughs> Three quarters. Yeah, you know? So I think you just analyze it and not only not only what happened, but also what you guys think you can accomplish in the future. Do you, in on some level, I, I think you should also think about like, if we mend this, are we do we stand to gain a lot from being together? And I'll just throw it out there: Beyonce and Jay Z, if they mend their whatever issues they had, do they stand to gain a lot more being together than if they were to just break apart and go about their separate ways? Yeah, they would still be popping, but I guess they have plans that they had that talked about together yeah. and they figured we don't want to lose this over Becky with the good hair you know right. <laughs> they don't give her all that power so they figured it out that's cause they started but for what price that's been going on what do you mean days. what price you said if Jay Z and Beyonce say when they was going through their stuff and um they say what do we what will we lose or gain if we go up if we separate or stay together but is that I'm sorry I'm touching the mic I'm sorry is that like your first thought when you find out like if your significant other is cheating no 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 I mean the first thought would be anger probably of course yeah yeah but initially the type of person I am I'm, I, I try to like make decisions with as much information as possible so I'm not just going to make Fly a rash yeah I'm, okay. I'm not that kind of person me, me in general just logical versus personally. emotional yeah so I'll always try okay, to get all the information as possible and like okay let's analyze everything and once you figure that all out and you come to a conclusion then you can go from yeah. there and I, I don't think everyone is um of uh, is going to be able to accept cheating like yeah everybody's different is if yeah. you different. some people they can't let it go it don't yeah. matter if nope. it's five and even even if they can they need some type of break away from you you know if you try to jump yeah. right back into it it's like the pain the hurt is still there you yeah. they need time to realize i I I miss this person. I want this person. But if you try to jump right back into it, it's just like nah. It's it's, it's not gonna work. It hurts too much pain. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point because I hold on to shit. Like I hold on to shit. I feel like Scorpios, which I am. I feel like we just hold on to shit. Huh? I said amen. I'm a Scorpio. 
Scorpio too. <laughs> but I feel like we just like, well, personally me, like I've been, you know, you know someone, you know, cheated on me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, the one time I went against my rule, I'm like, you're right, you know, you know, Sean, fuck it, you know, just try him saying, yeah, make it work. What happened? She did it again. Oh. And so I feel like if you forgive, I, I feel like if you forgive them, you're almost like in a weird way giving them a pass to yep. do it again. Yeah. Because they think that, all right, he forgave me the first time, he's going to forgive me. Time number two, time number three, time number four. As a fellow Scorpio, I disagree with the past. I Because I have had someone cheat on me, and I did forgive them, and they didn't do it again. I mean, when they cheat, you need to set the tone for what's going to happen mm-hmm. next and how to move forward. It's, so there would be no future cheating. You need to stop but talking. I couldn't um, uh, stop her, though. Like I couldn't no, stop her from doing it again. Somebody, you can talk but you about can it. Talk right, right, about right, it and right. Set the tone of how it's gonna be moving forward, so that this won't happen again and it won't damage your relationship in the future. I think. Hold on, are you? I think you were about to. Well, no, pretty much what she's saying is that you need to communicate with your partner Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, well, why did you cheat? What is it? You know, because it could be just them. And if it's just them, then, yeah, there's nothing that you can do. If it's something with you, then it's something where you guys just have to come to a compromise Mm -hmm. to make it work. Not necessarily saying that you got to change yourself to please them. But whatever it is, depending on what it is, y'all can just have a discussion about it to say, okay, well, then we'll try to do this. So that that don't happen, but you just have to talk about it in the sense of why is this happening? Why you keep doing it? And if it's not something that can't be fixed, then you just move on. I, I actually have a scenario here. All right, so I have a friend that um I know from for years, years, years. She's married, been married for I think a good five years. So for the past two years now, she's been trying to kind of she's been flirting with me and. You know, whenever she gets a chance, she flirts and she says little things that she says she knows it's not going to happen because I'm not going to take it there. So that's why she does it with me. But at the same time, I feel like um, the, I know the reason why she does it is because her husband doesn't give her the emotional um, things that she needs. Yeah. yeah. So like, like she um, like a lot of the romantic things that she wants and what and I'm not giving it to her. But I listen the to her. Idea, yeah. yeah, I listen to her, and because I listen to her, she tries to use me as a uh, just a substitute for the, that emotional loss from her husband. So it's it's definitely a thing of what uh, most times when it comes to women, it's a thing of they're missing something from their partner, so they go f- they they seek for it. that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Somewhere else, got it, got it. Sneak, sneak it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> one of the things I wanted to say was. If as so, if you have cheated, and you want that person back, the first thing you have to do is you cannot, like Ross said, you can't give them a timeline on when they're ready to take you back. That's thing. That's the one, number one problem. Whenever something happens, like, oh, but I love you. I'm gonna buy you this. I'm gonna take you. You start trying to force yourself back on the person yeah, before they three months. Yeah, before they're ready. It's not yeah. about at that point. You have no control of what happens. And I think something, Sean, in your case, mm. whenever something does happen. You have to if you before you t- before you take the person back, you have to find out if that person really wants to change themselves mm-hmm. and change their behavior, their environment, everything that caused it to happen in the first place. Right. And if if it is that they just say, well, no, I'm not going to do it no more, but you still go into the same house with the mm-hmm. same friends, everything, everything the else, action, right? Everything else is the same. Mm-hmm. 
but for some reason you're just gonna stop now then likely chances is no but if you say you know what i'm done with this and then you like cut off all the, the negative people who are who do got you out there in the streets hanging out with the hoes or whatever it is and that that might be a better sign to say you know what maybe this person really has changed and then yeah. you can just take it from there and try to build some more stones and repair the house can i ask a question for the men yes of course <laughs> Okay, so you guys said women cheat because we're lacking something. More times than not. Okay, so do guys cheat for, cheat because they're lacking or greedy? Anthony? Mm, I like that. Why did you go to the married man first? I'm a, I'm a cheater in the room, right? Like, <laughs> you went to the married man first. Heck, that's fucked up, son. Nah. Anyway, well, since he called you up, boy. <laughs> so the question was if you guys are lacking something or we're just greedy, you said? Like, why it, do men cheat? When it comes down to this, I think, like I said, I just think everyone is different. Like, yes, for the, I think for the majority, yes, most men are dogs. So they, 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 <laughs> they might, they might, they might, they might go and, <laughs> they might go Speak and. Speak for yourself, Paul. <laughs> like mo- most men are dogs. Like I said, when, when, when cheating happens, you see it more in, in the male part, in the male partner than the female partner. But it does happen with both partners. But. The men are greedy, but I, c- I can't say that a lot of times when most men cheat is just, like you said, because they're greedy because they want to just experience, experience and experiment with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But a lot of guys that I know who might have done things, they might have done things just because, like you said, they're greedy, but they still know what they have at home. And they still they, they still want to be with the person that they're with. They just want to experience, experience something new, basically. Mm-hmm. But um, but then it can be because you are lacking something. You know, sometimes, like... Depending on your female partner, maybe she she's not into sex that much, or she's always tired, or she doesn't want to do something that you not that you want to do. Basically, so it could be it could be both things. Truthfully, it could be both. One of the things I have to deal with personally is I have to, for me to get to where I'm at at this point, I had to really just accept to myself that yo, it is hard. Some guys, for some guys, it's easy to stay faithful. I have to say to myself, every almost every night, yo, it is hard. Because <laughs> it, it sounds weird, it sounds bad, but it's like accepting, for me personally, it's like accepting that this is not, that I have to work at this. I can't just wake up and it's, it's done. Right. I have to accept that, you know what, I have to work at this every day. Every day, and I think some guys, we need to start doing that. Like, yo, just... We just accept it. Like, okay, you know what? Maybe we like big booties. <laughs> it's okay. But you just have to understand you can't have all the big booties. You pick one that you really, 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 really like, and you stick with that one. And the rest of them, you say hi to in passing, and you let them get the fuck out of the way. And you go back to the big, big booty that you have at your home. <laughs> but I also think that as humans, we're all still learning ourselves. Yeah. We really don't know what we want until we get whatever it is that you know we like oh well, I actually do like this that's I, yeah. so I that's why I said earlier like I understand I it depends on the situation if I would accept the person for cheating because I get that in my the person that I am today I do get that we're all learning who we are what we like what we don't like and we won't know until we actually experience it but at the end of the day we do have a choice mm-hmm. of making a decision to stay faithful or make a choice to cheat is just we just have a choice to pick one. I I think you know certain men cheat because depending on how you were you know what I'm saying um uh, I brought up too. There's some guys that you know weren't raised to be with one girl. They were just raised oh well fella oh well boy you better have two three uh, them things hip hop in general and, right like oh well you know what I'm saying it's all about the hoes it's all about the hoes it's all, you know what I'm saying so um I mean. 
I think it's half and half. I think it is, you know, something that, you know, the girl may like or we may like that, you know, we look for. But I think as men, we do kind of like, I have one, I could get two. I got two. I could swerve three. I got three. Mm -hmm. I could get four. And then it just just keeps on going. True. (laughs) But it's just like, I do feel like, you know, certain men do kind of have that, you know what I'm saying, thought. Like, you know what? I have one. I get two. I get two. I get three. I get three. I get four. And then you just start that terrible, you know what I'm saying, the ball that, you know. That, that That's just guys for you. Guys think think the higher your body count go up, Ex- you're going more like the men. So I think it's like right, a pride right. thing when exactly. it comes to guys. Exactly. And another thing too, is it's, it's easy to cheat. It's easy to cheat. I'm like, you know what, this girl look good. I'm going to see what she got you for me. So it's easy to cheat. And Cold it's a pride Anthony, you're right there, man. That's 100% true. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I didn't want to stop you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, nah, I mean, what, what, what part did you, did no, you I'm saying like, like it's, it's hard. It's easy to. It's like you said. It's easy. I just yeah. want to say it's easy to cheat. Just like you said. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I just wanted to co-sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you're saying. Because obviously, like, so, Hector so, has a problem yeah. here. Because <laughs> 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 just, just like there's so many factors that could go into cheating. Like just a good time, like five minutes, could lead you into cheating over just having a relationship with somebody so for then years you, and years and years. So it's you can see the cheat. unconscious cheating happening then. If you say in, in five minutes it yeah, can happen. Yeah. But but, but 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 when I say that though, unconscious means that like when I say when I think of unconscious, it's like basically not knowing what you're doing. Like when you're going to cheat, you know what you're doing. You know what you're yeah, about I to mean, do before you pull your pants down. There's a scenario he like, gave where you know you you had this whole setup. You know you you had the hotel, your live plan. But then there's like you said, y'all was just chilling for five minutes, and then all of a sudden, god damn, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's how it happens. So that's how it happens. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's definitely I'm a just, pride thing with guys though. I, yeah, I. Uh, I'm sorry. Heck, the final, uh, point. I just want to say this, guys. We gotta, we gotta really stop playing with women's hearts. And it's we have. When <laughs> I say that, no, no, no. I'm serious because what ends up say happening? Say it again. What, <laughs> what, what the people in the back? What may seem to, what may seem to us as <laughs> our pride, our ego. We got a bunch of different girls. To each one of those girls, you're you're breaking their heart and you're creating what could be a potential monster. And that girl will go out now and bring that to someone else. And you're right because that. How often do we hear where you know one guy mess it up for the next dude? Yes. Mess it up for the next dude. Mess it up for the next dude. It just creates the cycle. Exactly. Exactly. Just just, you don't want. You want to stop that. So just be honest, open and honest with them, man. Stop breaking girls' hearts. I've always said this since since uh, middle school. I've said this. I think women always start that cycle. I think women, it's always like in middle school, like a little boy. Mariah just gave you a look like, the fuck you talking about? <laughs> a, little boy, a little boy always falls in love in like middle school with this one girl. And that girl is going to have like 10 different guys. And his heart is going to get broken at some point. Either that middle or in school, high school. Bro. Yeah, I'm telling middle you. School? I'm middle telling school you. you that's where it starts. Right, right. I'm telling you, that's where it starts. Like... <laughs> And that, yo, that that one little boy, he will give his entire life to that girl. And, but then he ends up with a heart. He, he ends up with a, heart, a broken heart. I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I was that little boy. I'm telling you, yo, y'all don't understand. In elementary school, I was a flirt. I had a whole bunch of girls. I don't. I was. I was into everything, including girls in elementary school. I had fights with my friends over a girl in elementary school. So I'm laughing because I was that kid. I'm telling you. I really believe women start that cycle because the younger a woman is, more times than not, they 
they're they're not ready to settle down and they have a lot more options open to them so they always end up hurting some kid out there some dude and from there that dude is just like man fuck this never again so we gotta do better (laughs) from middle school (laughs) from middle school on up you gotta do better that's ridiculous for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Because we work with kids, so we just better watch out, right? Thank you. It doesn't matter who started it. Don't Somebody got to end talk. it. Somebody got to end it, right? Awesome job, guys. Awesome job. That was that was um that was fun. Question number three. We'll start with the ladies here. Is jealousy healthy in a relationship, Miss Kia? Is jealousy healthy in a relationship? Sometimes. Yeah. Why? Because you want a little bit of kinkiness. I don't want you to not wow. be phased by Wow. <laughs> Sometimes. Jealous like, word. You, right, right. What, what, what? Because it's like, if you just like, I ain't worried about him, then it's like, you're boring. Like, you really think nobody can take me from you. Like, you think you're doing everything right. Like, <laughs> I might be. You're just so confident in yourself. Just, you want them to be that's jealous true. sometimes. Irreplaceable. Like, you want it to be cute. Like, oh, that's cute. That's true. But you don't want it to be stalkerish. Yeah. The so more I know, cute. the less I understand. Yeah. So I, I, I just, you gotta I don't find know. the line. You gotta find yeah. the line. Right. Between, you gotta learn how to. Between being balance. cute and kinky and being right. a stalker. Right? When your girlfriend right. start accusing you of stuff, you know, and you'd be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you know that girl that. That's my aunt. But that's cute. That was <laughs> cute. You know? Make them look stupid, but cute. Yeah, Empress, cool. please go because I'm lost with what she's you know saying. What? <laughs> um, okay, so I actually just thought back into my last relationship that I had, which was like a few months ago. And this person was so confident that I wouldn't go anywhere. And I know that was partially my fault. But I was just like, be a little jealous. Like, I'm around all these guys. Like, just show me that you care. That you, you wanted know, him to be mad, like just yes. not OD mad, just it. a little yeah. bit. I get it. Right. So, so, yeah. But what so, if he's confident that my he knows no that, that you're not going to do wow. nothing at all? Right. But I felt like he was just too confident. How are you too confident? confident? Like you walk in a, like he Why walking in a club in front of you. How are you too confident in your girl? It's your girl. Thank you. Let me. Thank you, Ross. No, 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 no. Finish, finish, finish. No, it's just that, okay, I'm not saying, like, be super jealous. It's just more like, like, not you don't even have to say anything. It's just your actions. Yeah. So, like, let's say if we're at an event together and you see a guy approach me and talk to me, you could just come up and be like, hey. You put the arm on the shoulder. Right. Hey, baby, everything all right? But you don't have to be, like, just, you stay all the way on the other side and just, like, let it be and then even. Then when I get back, what was that about? Like, what? So I just feel like a little bit. But not too much where it's like, right. just like how us females do it. You don't just go punch him in the face. It. You don't just go straight punch him in the face. You don't do all that. No, no but a little like, question no. in me is a little yeah. cute. Like, right. Just yeah. tug you in the back. But of the what car. if we're? But I'm so confused. But what if we're like, yo, I trust my girl. She ain't gonna, she right. not gonna do shit. Let me, let me, let me She's, see. you know what I'm saying? Just like, be a little protective. Like, yeah, 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 like protective. But I could be. Thank you. But I could be. Thank you, Bob. I could be protective and not jealous. Right. We're talking about is it healthy in a relationship? Is jealousy healthy in a relationship? Hell no, it ain't. No, it is not. No, in that sense, you use the right word, protective. Okay, yeah. That's the difference. So then, yeah, jealousy is not. Because jealousy healthy. is going to cause competition and pettiness and a whole yeah. bunch of other unhealthy things that's going to come. <laughs> but just show that like, you protect your girl, like yeah. your woman. Like, just show that you are there for her. Don't make her feel like 
you're in the same room and she's just by herself. Yeah. Right. Most of Mariah, what do you what do you have to say about Child. this? <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> I was in um my last relationship and he was so confident. It pissed me off. <laughs> it pissed me off. Because we want you guys to be a little protective. Like, if I'm talking to a guy in a room and you're on the other side of the room, give me the look. Like, yo, what you doing? Like, like that. Why? But, right, why? You're not why? supposed to be doing anything until no. it happens. Until you're it happens. not supposed to be we're doing not, anything. Like, I ain't no, seen nothing no, go no, down. No, we're not he, doing anything. It just feels good. Like, oh. Like, like he cares. He cares. Fuck out of here. Like, if Thank I you, leave, but I could care. Get that he crazy cares. one. Right. <laughs> He's right. pulling you by the hair and shit. Come on, fuck you, shit. A lot of guys are like that. It might not even be your fault. They're gonna come, they're gonna grab you up. Like, yo, what you doing? You ain't even saying words to do yet. So you say that until you get that. Until Thank you, boy. Thank you, Anthony. A little bit, like yeah. a little. And you don't even have to be verbal. Thank you. Just like small, you know, cute. Like, yeah. I agree with some of the other ladies. Like, just a little bit. Like, I don't want a lot. Like, I don't want you asking me every five minutes to check my phone. That is a problem. But if you just like a little bit, like just something, don't roll your eyes. <laughs> can I? Can yes, because I'm, I'm, I'm. St- okay, I'm I actually understand. I done tap the whole bottle because I'm I just lost. I understand you know? what the ladies are saying here. My girl and I, we often go out to a lot of parties, and it's one of those things where I've gotten to the point where I know not to walk away from her for too damn long. I've been in the club. Thank you. I've been in the club. I was standing. Watch a guy. I look him in the eye. I look him in the eye. I look at him. Look at my girl. Look back at me. That's a lot. I walked to the bathroom. Came back. She says, that guy over there tried to talk to me. I'm like, this nigga, I should go punch him in the fucking face. Because you definitely just seen me. You see me there with the whole time with her. But to what she's saying, it's like, I, I, I'm not crazy with it. But yeah, if, if there's a guy talking, I walk up to, I put my arm around the waist, you know, hey babe, how you doing? Right, just this, little, this a little, little thing. Gestures, yeah. yeah, but and that's I, not jealousy though. Don't yank no, about it. Don't yank about it. Yeah, we clarify that. Jealousy is is jealousy is you you as you go and you buy yourself a new pair of shoes or sneakers. Nah, nah. And then you come back home, your wife like you ain't give me nothing either. Like that's jealousy if you ask me. But just to be protective of somebody because. Somebody talking to your girl, yeah, man. Like I operate on two things. One, the first thing is, I want at the end of the day, I want my girl to get the most attention, the most attraction, all that stuff. Flirting, I want that to come from me. And literally today, I'm gonna show all the messages, but we was getting it on today on this phone, <laughs> on text message, and because so that way when she goes out into the streets. I know she's not as 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 Ross said. She's not lacking that 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 attraction. She's not thinking. I wish my my man would talk to me like that. No, because I'll just text you that. I'll I'll, I'll send you a, a NSFW at any point during the daytime. You know, to keep that going. Some men don't get that though. Like, yeah. thank you for saying that because I feel like you have to do the things like that you did from the beginning. Right. And a lot of men don't do that. What's the saying? Do the same things. Got her to keep her. What's it saying? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. But yeah, so consistency is hard for everybody, though. It, it no, that's true. Everyone. It's yeah. true, even for women. women yeah, yeah. It, things change over time. I think. Um, damn, I I lost my train of thought. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the question was jealousy. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy in a relationship. relationship. Yes. Um. As far as the ladies were saying, hell no, I don't agree with y'all at all. <laughs> I will Thank in, you, high five, I don't brother. care how many girl, how many men my girl talks to in a room. As long as they don't pull up on her, they don't try to do nothing to her. I don't feel like she's uncomfortable. I don't mind. 
because I'm trusting her in the situation to be doing. Because if it's the other way around and I'm talking to a whole bunch of women, you I want her to have the right. Yeah, exactly. You need to trust exactly. Me that I'm not talking to any of those girls any type of way. And even if they are trying to push up, I, it don't matter because I'm not going to do anything. Right. And so it's, jealousy is not necessary at any point in a relationship. Protectiveness, as far as if someone comes to you, I'm coming there to be like, uh, sorry, sir. You can back the fuck up. But otherwise, right. that's nah, no jealousy. So jealousy and protectiveness is two, two different, different things. things. We got right. that. Yeah. So as us females, we will not ask for our male, you know, counterparts to be jealous. We want them to be protective. I, I would never thought I'd hear the day a female would say, my man was too confident. <laughs> no, what no, the hell? I know you're talking about me. <laughs> no, I'm I talking about the both of y'all. I'm like, wait, too. what? What? Beyonce released, just you're not irreplaceable, boy. Just a little. But. Um, let me let me give let me give let me give a quick let me just story. drink you let me give a quick a quick story. <laughs> My girl went to Car- um, Carabana this weekend this past weekend. Mm. Enjoyed herself, y'all. I ain't got I ain't got no worries. I'm good. Mm. But best believe when she came back and I went to pick her from the airport, I had a bouquet of roses. I had food for her. And I took care of it. Yeah, you know. Do you got a brother? I got to <laughs> <laughs> I got to make again. Like I said, I got to make a sure. A grandpa. What's I got to make on? sure she knows she come back. Not only am I the king, but I got to treat her like a queen. You know, I can't just come back and amen, amen. Just, just pick amen. her up, like smelling like all that. salty, and you know, just, oh, hey, babe, how you doing? Like, nah, because when she was out there, I'm sure dudes was right. out there telling her, yo, I got the M5, I got this, I got that. So you got to make sure. It's just like, it's like being just, fight for your woman every day, man. Don't just think that because you have her now. You, you right, and that's day. the protectiveness that we're talking mm. about. Thank you. It comes in different forms. Right. I agree. Right? I'm still lost, but um, I agree with y'all uh, for the most part. Um, we just opened one bottle, but you know. A- anyway, um, everybody, um, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Panel podcast hour number two on the way. We'll that be was right, right back. That was our. Welcome back, guys. Hour number two of the panel podcast. First hour was fun, yo. Yes, it was. First hour was fun. Mm-hmm. I learned that men could be too confident. Yes, <laughs> in their girl, in, in our their own, own girl. Nonchalant. Is that the word? <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, I, I learned that today. Yeah, that's you know a, that, what that is the word. That's something that I, I used to be called. So maybe that's why I'm so yeah. into it. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that's what I've, that's the purpose of the show. Right, that's the purpose of the show. It's to learn shit, which I have. That's the purpose of life. I don't agree, but I learned. So that's definitely key. I mean, what you could take from that is what he said about um, the uh, what's it, the roses when she comes back from vacation. That was, yeah, I mean, that's nice th- th- the thing. It's not. I didn't. I, my thought doing it wasn't about where she went. My thought doing it was my I girls coming. Yeah, I miss I you. My girls coming right. back. You know, yeah. do something nice. It's. I, I mean, it wasn't like I didn't go out and buy no hundred dollar roses. It took like what five dollars. Yeah, just one rose. No matter. It's a thorn that counts exactly. Because I know by tomorrow, exactly. this is probably dead by now, anyways. All right, everybody. So, I think this is question number four. I don't know what's going But anyway, question number four is, does settling down have an age range? Or is it whenever you find Mr. or Mrs. Right? I'll start with the ladies here. Does settling down have an age range? Or it doesn't matter the age, it's whenever you find Mr. or Mrs. Right? Meaning, if I don't find Mr. or Mrs. Right by 35, fuck it, I'm single. Or 
whoever's there. Or whoever's there at, at that, that time. Point. Or I'm not going to get into a serious relationship until I'm 29. Right. If you want, I can settle with that. Being yeah, married and stuff. Yeah, bro. All right, so going back to the first hour, you know, we had things about the way you're brought up and stuff like that. My life growing up, <clears throat> I was raised in a single-parent household. I had a lot of people on my face all the time telling me, yo, never settle down. Don't get married till you get older. I never get married at all. <laughs> I never took any of that advice. Right. I always was a man of my own. I always sit on my own two feet. I got married at the age of 26. Mm. Most people will say, listen, that's Too early young. as hell. Yeah. You got to go but, through some type of yeah. phase, right? But for me, I feel like, you know, in this day and age, it's hard to find that one. So when you do find that one, you got to make sure you take advantage of that situation. When I got with my, with my wife, I, when we got together, um, I changed a lot of things that I thought I would never do. Um, growing up, I said to myself, I would never take someone that serious who has a child. My wife had a kid, and she changed my whole perspective of that. Mm-hmm. I said she wasn't, she, she was more mature than most women I was dating at the time, so she just changed my perspective of, of a whole lot of things. <clears throat> and being around her and around her family and seeing how families and households really look as one, it kind of changed my perspective on everything. And when I realized, like, listen, like, this girl, she's raising a good, raising a good household, she has she has a good head on her shoulders. She's mature. She's a, in a good profession. Why am I gonna step up and let this thing pass by? You know. So uh, it took me three years to propose. So I think it's not no age on when you t- when you should decide to settle down. It's when you find that right person, you gotta make sure you take advantage of that and make that your home, basically. Right. Everybody gonna have their own perspective, but that was my perspective on things. I, I went against the grain. I went against what everybody told me. Listen, don't get married when you're too young. Blah blah. And so far, it's been good. So I'm happy I made the decision that I made. Congrats. I hate that. I agree. I think it's most definitely about finding the right person. Honestly, it wasn't until, let's say, a month ago, I am now feel like I'm ready for marriage. Because at first, I was against it just because of what I've seen through my parents. Like, they both got divorced twice. So I'm just like, I'm not trying to get married. <laughs> but um, it wasn't until I had conversations with my friends, and they gave me their perspectives and what they were taught and what their family was like. And I'm just like, well, I agree with the the concept of marriage. I just didn't like the idea of signing the papers and having mm-hmm. to deal like if y'all not deciding to be together anymore, uh. that you got to go through divorce and stuff like that. But now I'm for it. But I do believe it's um, finding the right person. So I think it's not about age because I'm 29. And I'm like, everybody's like, oh, you're about to be 30. So when you're going to settle down is whenever I find the right person because I'm not trying to settle with anyone. And then to end up in a divorce, which is probably why my parents end up getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. I agree with her. It is about finding the right one. But you have to know if you're ready. Like, I could find the right one right now today. But... You have to be honest with yourself. Like, do I still want to explore? Do I still want to soak mm-hmm. my oats? Like, you have to be honest to see, to say, wait, I like her or I like him, but I want to see what else is out there. So then you have to make a mature decision on what you want to do. But I do believe when you find the right one, if you can mentally say, I'm ready, then all is good. I used to be one of the females who would be like, I want to get married at this certain age. And, um, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get married. I'm 25 right now, and this, when I was younger, this was the age I expected to be married. But they was like, if you ever want to hear God laugh, tell them the plans you have for your life. Mm-hmm. So I realized later on that 
it is about finding the right person. You can't, like, my last relationship, I was in it five years, and I thought that this was going to be the person that was going to work and it was going to be. But it is about finding the right person because as bad as you may want it to work, it may not be the person for you. I did tell myself I wanted to be a dad by 30. I turned 30 in three months. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, I'm like, damn. But, you know, I definitely people, I'm like, you know what? I'm 29 and I'm not where I want to be yet. I'm close. I'm yeah. inching closer. But I'm like, you know what? Why, you know, wish this on me and I'm not ready yet? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's almost like, you know, but, but I actually blame my mother. I love my mother. But for, since I was young, oh, yo, my mother Caribbean accent is strong, yo. I was like, oh boy, by 3031, you have to have three, four kids and four pick me and this, da, 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 da. So it's like, you know, just hearing that from young, it's like, okay, by 30, by 30, by 30, by 30. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it didn't happen for me, for my brother did. My brother's 27 he's a, and he's a father of three, mm-hmm. twin boys. So it's like, you know, so, and you know, him and his girl have problems and I wonder, does he, like, there's some times where I'm like, damn, does he really love the motherless kids or is... Or did he rush because my mom was mm. pounding us in that from like day one? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a very interesting. I don't know who left off or who didn't speak yet. I haven't said much about it. Um, I definitely don't think there should be an age range, but I think that based on like traditional values, there definitely is an age range that has been tried, as you said, projected upon us. Like, oh, by 30, by this age, by that age, you want to get something going. And I guess back in the day, it mattered because life back then matter like as they said like the 40s now the new 30 like people mm-hmm. are living longer things are happening for people at lo- at older ages than it was before at 25 in 1955 you probably owned your own house mm-hmm. had a job you were there for maybe like seven eight years already because you was out working at 18 but now at 25 you might be out of college and you probably aren't living on your own yet especially even if you're in a big city new york city you probably have a barely have a roommate struggling you know you don't have your life together until you're like 30 40 years old so to say that people just want to do things at a certain age is just definitely not the way to go i personally i know that when i was younger i wanted to, i wanted to i didn't want i didn't have an age when i wanted to have kids i had an age when i wanted my kids to be grown i wanted to be in my 50s mm. and my kids to be grown so i could say be, the same thing i wanted to be young enough that i could still travel and not have to worry about like yeah. i guess old age mm. but i still wanted to be Still wanted to have to be old enough where I had some f- stability in my life. You know, I already had some years put in at work where I can just be like, yo, I'm out. I'll see y'all in two weeks, that kind of thing. Right. I was going to say the same thing. My approach to it has always been when I'm 50, I always think about the kid when I have the kid and then by the time they're 20. If mm-hmm. I'm if I'm 30, then when I'm, tw- when I'm 50, he'll be 20. If I have the baby when I'm 40, so on and so forth, then, you know, I want to have time. To, my dad just had a kid at 53. Mm. I'm wow. like... Boy, <laughs> as, as Papa's seventy, st- as, Papa's sperm still swimming. Baby. Like at <laughs> seventy, I mean, you, granted, my dad is still—he still looks young, he still acts young, but I know part of his body is just not there to be doing, <laughs> to be running behind. <laughs> Mind you, it's two kids. I'm not even telling you the whole story. It's just like it's a lot going on, and I'm like that for me. I didn't want that, but um, I would at the same time. At now, I'm like when you have a child, when you have when you get married, it has to be with the right person. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. You can't rush into something like that. Those are life decisions that you cannot take back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have much else to say. 
Oh, everyone, this is Vivian. Hi, Vivian. Hi. This is the lovely girlfriend yes, and Hector. The one that I always talks about. Speaks about. Oh, <laughs> I did not see that coming. I was like, I was like, you heard what this man been talking about? The cat's out of the bag. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really thought Hector wasn't letting you listen to these shows. I'm like. <laughs> You're going to want to hear this one, though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if everything is true. <laughs> nah, I don't know. My guy. My guy's good. That's a fact. All right, guys. Appreciate that. Number five, Um, I want to ask the all of the females this because me and Ross had this uh, conversation. And um, actually, Ross, I-, I want you to ask the girls that because I believe it was something along the lines of how do they feel about us, like, walking up. And, you know, oh yeah. Good. So my thing is with I right, like with the whole in today's dynamic in the in the world, it's like when it comes to harassment and how women are walking in the street, cat called. When it comes to a guy that is cute or not cute, or you know, just he's just trying to shoot his shot, and y'all are in the street, y'all are doing just regular business, not no club, but um, in the supermarket and the laundromat, and a guy comes up to you and he's like trying to holler how do y'all feel about that are y'all open to that or it's just like yo i'm not here for that i mean if he Even does a tra- res- train ride respectfully honestly i'm sorry if he does it respectfully but what i don't like um i don't know if the other ladies here can attest to it is when you're when we when we're walking outside and we're walking past a group of guys you know that feeling and it's like we're under a microscope <laughs> that happened to me today coming here and <laughs> they just staring at us analyzing us saying what's up boo what's up ma that that makes me feel very uncomfortable. But um, if I'm in the supermarket, the laundromat, or whatever, and he comes up to me in, um, with a certain posture, then, you know, it's okay. But if he comes like, yo, 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 ma, 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 what's good? Then it's like, <laughs> no, so. Right, so, but when you're, you're always open to uh, someone hollering at you when they're, no matter what you're doing? Um, no. <laughs> For me, it depends on the setting. Because I feel like if you're, if we're in a club, yeah, yeah you can not, approach me. But if I'm walking down the street, I tend to not pay attention or show you no type of attention. I don't care if you look like Denzel Washington, Morris Chestnut. I'm not paying you no mind. And that's just me. Money. Um, okay, so that just happened to me, like I said, coming here. And the funny thing was, I'm like, guys still say that today? Because I know back <laughs> hey, in the day, <laughs> it used to be heavy. So, like, this guy, he was like, hey, yo, shorty. Hey, yo, shorty. And I'm like, they still say shorty? <laughs> and then, two, he was like, I like your walk. I'm like, they still say that today? Because I remember hearing that as a teen. So, I'm just like, they really still use those lines. So, to me, today, I found it funny, but... I don't, like she said, like, sometimes it's very uncomfortable. Like, every time I do walk past a group of guys, I have to, like, tell myself, like, all right, you already know what's about to come, so just keep on moving, act like you can't hear them, and that's that. Um, I haven't been in a situation in a long time in the sense of where someone has approached me and I actually entertained it. Um, I do try to be nice as possible with people, especially because of what I do. You never know who's watching you. But sometimes, you know, the way that they approach you, I don't like. But if they approach you like, hi, how you doing? Then I will talk back. Like, there was another time where this guy, I was on my phone 
and I thought he was on his phone, wasn't paying him no mind, but I just did notice he was on the phone, and he was talking to me, and he was like, oh, you're so rude, da-da-da, and I'm like, are you talking to me right now? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I was talking to you this whole time, that I'm like, you're all the way over there, I'm over here, how am I supposed to know that you're speaking to me? So I feel like if maybe the guy's know how to introduce themselves a little bit better, then I think we could probably entertain it or, you know, speak back appropriately. How do you guys go about um, when you're in a relationship and the guys approach you? Do you, like, shut it down in a rude way? Oh, yeah, or shut it a, down, but not in a rude way. I just be like, no, thank you. I say no, thank you, have a good day. Layla got it scripted, no, thank you, have a good day. Bam. <laughs> I'm good love and joy. <laughs> I'm good love and joy, right. He just got it scripted, yo. <laughs> I got a scenario, right? So when I was, was I, I think I was like maybe like 17. This is my first and my last time doing this. <laughs> I was on the train um, coming from, from coming from school, and there was this chick on the, on, the, on the train. I'm like, damn. So I was like, I never talked to anyone on the train. This is like the first time I ever did it. I'm like, nah, I got to talk to this girl. Do it, do it, do it. I went, and I was standing in front of her, <laughs> and um. I went to lean in and say, hey, how are you doing? But I leaned in a little too close. Oh, no. And I was, and she was like, she looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I felt it. I didn't even say anything because I was just, I just backed up and I was like, damn. <laughs> and after that, never again. Aw. Try son. again. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you should. <laughs> I know, right? All right, guys, moving on. Um, Question number six is, what is it? Why do we disassociate one race or where someone is from in terms of dating if it doesn't work out? So what I'm saying is I've I've met people that don't date Scorpios for shit. I met people that don't date someone from Haiti, someone from Jamaica, someone from Trinity because they dated a guy or girl from that place one time and that was it. And it's like, I think that's wrong. I'm like, not every Trinity is the same. Not every Scorpio is the well. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. But hey, so why do you, so why do you guys think that that's the case? Like it's one and done for a, a sign where someone is from, so on and so forth. Ladies. I think it depends on the experience that you've gone with that person or if it keeps happening with those same types. So if you notice that every time with the Scorpio, you always get into an argument because that has happened to me. So I'm going to make oh, sure we that go. we Here are we on good terms. Here we go. But um, no, like it it happens so you just know like okay these are their characteristics and you just want to distance yourself because you don't want to go through that again and even with um if you let's say if you dated or if i dated a white guy and i noticed like this is the pattern that all white guys do yeah i'm gonna like keep my distance from that it just depends on your experience with those type of especially if it keeps happening that's that's a human emotion though if, if you see something from one i guess general person or whatever it is you tend to associate whatever experience you have with that person because it could be flipped if you had a good experience with one person i guess a jamaican then you would probably think yo these jamaican men are all shit yeah so this is a human thing you know you just got to keep your eyes open layla what do you think i personally never done it i mean everybody is different everybody should get their own opportunity and if i see i mean for people who do do it i guess it's repetition like she said earlier like if She's dating Scorpio, and the and her and the Scorpio are always arguing. Then yeah, don't date another Scorpio if you're gonna always argue with 
a Scorpio if it's five different Scorpios. But I mean, personally, I don't do that. I had a chick tell me she doesn't date a November I had somebody Scorpio. tell me that too. I'm a like, November so, Scorpio. Yes, that's my experience. She was that. She I'm was a that, November Scorpio. Yeah, yeah, me too. So yes, ladies, yes, you're on the same page. What's the other? And Scorpio? November Scorpios are awesome. So I'm trying to. What's the other Scorpio? Scorpio is October 23rd to November 22nd. So she's limiting herself to October to seven Scorpios. days of a, of a, of a, <laughs> of a sign. <laughs> correct. 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th. All the way to 31. You're right. Correct. Six, eight days. I'm sorry. I had a chick. I'm, I was like, what? You don't date a November a Scorpio. Because she already know how you're going to be. Nonsense. <laughs> Thank you, Hector. That is beer nonsense. nonsense. Ignat. Uh, it depends if it kept if Ignat. she kept experiencing that over and over. She's like, all right, I learned my lesson like three, five times. Let me just chill and just not even put myself through that. Okay, let me ask you, is it really that true that I mean, if you date a November Scorpio that every experience is the exact same? Honestly, it's probably not. Probably not. The person probably don't even get to that opportunity to even figure that out because they've gone through it so many times. Like, honestly, um, outside of just, like, signs and stuff, like, someone, a a new friend in my life that's right now, he's just like, you know, stop treating me like I'm everyone else. I'm a different person. Yes, I'm this. Yes, I'm that. But that doesn't mean I'm going to do the same thing as those other people have done. He sounds like me. So he's like been checking me on that, and then it's kind of it's helping me as well with making sure I don't do that with other people too. But sometimes if you keep going through stuff, if you keep getting hurt, if you keep going through whatever the situation is, you're gonna protect yourself and not put yourself back into that situation. So I think that's what that is overall with why we you know disassociate ourselves with certain things. I I can see that as well because I love Haitian women. Panamanian women I love them as well I have zero luck With the both of them I don't know if it's me I think it's them But (laughs) Speaking the wrong language buddy But Yo like I swear Every time I meet someone I'm like okay Talk conversation I'm Haitian I'm like fuck Damn Hey hi How you doing Panama I'm like Has the experiences Been the same though Even though you have no luck Has it been different things In every one It's been been different for the most part, yes. I mean, when I say it's them, it's more like a joke. But I mean, to me, it's like it's like it's weird. Every Haitian chick I meet, every Panamanian chick I meet, it never. I mean, maybe maybe it is me, but so, I'm just so like. So let lost, me ask this then: What uh-huh. is the measure of success? If if you're saying that it doesn't that it doesn't work out, what would you consider a success that something does work out? Is that because you're just something that could turn into something else? Like with them both, it's like. I get to a certain point and it's just like it falls off the cliff. So you saying like you never get to sex with an Asian and Panamanian? I don't even care about the sex. It's just like I'm saying like he's talking about the limit that you get to. You're saying like you never even get to the sex part. I mean, I like them past like past that like, uh-huh. but it's like it doesn't even get to the point where I'm like, all right, well you know, like let's you know, I kind of like you say date and then date. Exclusively, up, which <laughs> my brother, right now you single, right? Yes. So, I mean, no matter what girl you've been with, it ain't happening. That's, that's what I'm so saying. That's what I'm trying to alert you. What whatever you've been with, it ain't you're right. Like, so you can't really narrow it down to just those two. But with me, it's like I just get like a bad vibe. Like when I meet someone, I'm like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. And the moment she says she's one of those two, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, well, that's the. First it's problem. only a matter of time. That's you know? the first problem. 
Cause no, you're right. You're right. You, this, you got a we're putting that right. energy out right. there. Right. You're yeah. already prejudging her. So yeah. that's already killing it from then. Well, yeah. it's not a prejudging her. It is a prejudging me. Like this, not like this is only a matter of minutes, hours, days, weeks. That's a bad mentality to have. What though. someone told me, they were like, whatever energy or thought that you put out there is going to happen. So if we automatically do things that, well, yeah, so this is going to happen automatically, then, yeah, that's going to happen because that's what you thought. And now everything is coming into, you know, to motion of what you thought was going to happen. But if we think positive about the situation, then you're going to get your luck. You're going to get your opportunity. There's a whole book about that. It's called The Secret. Yeah, I read it and watched the the film. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I bought a book. Remember, I started the show. I bought a book, right? <laughs> Did you figure out the, what the, the name, name of that book, book is? I, I figured it out, then I forgot it. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, it's the, the the explanation of everything. And what is it about, Mecca? Enlighten us. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. right? I mean, he could have remembered the title. You want to give me the description? <laughs> the synopsis. Yeah, like I, said, I just got the book. It's basically just the author took a bunch of um different like people from different industries in science, engineering, philosophy, psychology, and just got them to have um discussions on like certain topics so you have like the science guy talk about how electromagnetism works and the psychology talked about how people's minds work and why we are the way we are that kind of thing so it's just i'm excited to, to see about it what, what more it has let me know how how it is i, I will i will i will i just may buy it too mm. yes he lying so, definitely um <laughs> me look. and ross again was talking the other day and uh ross had another question he wanted well, to but i didn't i didn't even answer that last true time. last I, I was i was out so hold on. You're right, yeah, the sorry. question was about um what signs? No, the question was damn, I forgot what was. I heard y'all talking about signs. Of course, Yes. Why do we disassociate ourselves with a certain sign oh, or race, okay. which uh, it doesn't? So when it comes out. to generalizations, those are never good. But right. like even with me, I still I have a thing with Libras. I feel like Libras are liars. Hold up! Hold up! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like Libra. she Libras. grabbed the mic real quick, yo. Oh my God, Libras have a thing where they will <laughs> oh lie God. dead to your face. Libra man, and on the surprise alarm check, they lie dead to your face. What kind of Libra are you? You are October or September? See, <laughs> why does that even exist? A September Libra and October Libra. When's your birthday? October ninth. October ninth. Okay. What, what what day in September? September 26th. I'm September 11th. You really think we have that much difference between us because we're what? You're Leo? I'm Virgo. Oh, Virgo. Yeah, by, Ooh, by sign. Yeah, but born a day after. The least face whole change. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so see, it's all there. The generalization is there. I don't play into all that science stuff. Yeah, you're making my point, though, man. We are, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't mind it while I... I have the the idea in my head like yo Libra's no good. At the same time, whenever I meet a, li- a Libra, I I don't be like oh she's gonna be a liar off the bat. I just wait and you know. Until I, she lies. Oh, so you just wait to you wait until no, I don't prove wait to, You know, I'm not. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm aware, but so, I'm not like. So do you think only Libras lie? Like, oh no, no, no. This is what I'm saying. Like I'm the whole saying, sign I'm, thing yeah, is the, all misconstrued. I have to take it personal, yo. Scorpio or whatever I was like listen no, it's not the only sign that yeah. lie right you absolutely right but I'm saying in my experience I've learned I've Wait, seen I'm it I'm talking yo they will be dead on their deathbed still holding that lie <laughs> and you making eye contact with me too while you're saying that <laughs> he thinks you're a liar yo I mean I'm just I'm, I'm just saying they didn't, they didn't say no women don't lie they didn't say no women just never say go, what they feel there's a lie right say women don't lie is the actual lie correct 
Henry Ross, you have something to ask the panel, sir? All right, so uh, next question. All right, so do you, and if so, how long should you date someone based on the potential you see in them, like even if they don't have much going on for them? So it's to give a scenario, it's like um, you just met somebody, you really like them, but um, they don't have a job or um, they have a job, but they don't have a degree or whatever. But you see a lot of potential in them as far as what they could do that like they don't particularly see in themselves. So how long would you give that or should you date someone like that or should you just let them get their shit together? Ladies. <laughs> when I met my ex, it wasn't, he didn't have a lot going for himself, and um, it didn't really matter to me. I cared more about the person that he was, and I, like Ross said, I did see the potential and what he could be, and he rose to his potential. Interesting. Um, recently, I had the epiphany that I have to start dating with patterns instead of potential, because mm. I Explain, work, please. I can mm. work with your patterns. You stop the fingers. That <laughs> <laughs> you show right, me. Actor, right. You show me what you're about with your patterns. Only God could birth your potential. So, right. I can't. So, if your patterns are, I don't know. For example, every time the check comes, you got to use the bathroom. <laughs> you don't pay for the check versus your potential. Um, like you said, if they don't have a job, if they're not in school, that's okay because life circumstances are different for everyone. That's okay. I'm never gonna be like, well, you are CUNY, ill. Like I'm never, <laughs> I'm never not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. But you have to be working towards it. You can't just be laying up in the bed like, I want to start my own business. Well, good night. Like you, know, <laughs> you have to, yeah, you go, have to go be, dream about it. <laughs> like for me, you have to be working towards something. You can't just be sitting there dreaming and then expect life to happen for you. But what about pushing that potential, though? All right, how so they, long they, do you wait? Yeah, they, how they, long? That's, that's the question. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Honestly, I think it depends on the individual of deciding how long um, and where you're at in your life, too. So, like, as me being an entrepreneur, now I can no longer be with the person who's just chilling all day and not doing anything, even though I see that they could do so much more. Now it's like, okay, are you going to get to my level now? So it depends on what point in your life that you're at to decide of how long you're going to wait. So I don't think there's really a time frame. I think it's just a general time frame. I think it just depends on that individual. Yeah, I think it's not about the wait. It's more about the grind. Because if someone has goals and has a dream that they're looking to get to, if they're working hard towards it every day, you can't knock them with it not getting to that right. level. But if you're just sitting, like you said, on your behind and not really working hard to trying to get where you're trying to get, then that's your problem. But if you can't get there and you're working hard on busting your ass, it's not. Sometimes the ball's not always in your court. So I think it's I, about the grind more so than anything. I haven't seen the movie personally, but acrimony. Throw it out there. That's from what I've heard. That's what that's what the movie's about. The guy, the lady was with him. She held him down. Yeah. And then the guy was oh. trying to get his shit no, together. That was going to be. And then question. basically, yeah, she literally, she literally left right before. Was it they broke up right before he got his stuff together? And yeah. then she got crazy, yada yada. I won't get into the movie, but mm-hmm. basically, I think my thing would be, it depends on how driven is that person yeah. in their mm-hmm. situation. Because it doesn't matter how long the person takes, as long as you see that. If it is, if your goal, if your if your dream is to let's say to invent something. And every day at, at the crack of dawn, you waking up and you working on that project, you you can stay with that person because like you say you see the grind, you right. see that hustle, even if it's not working out, but you're doing it. 
Right. Versus if there's someone that has the goal and he's just not waiting, or he puts right. it once a week or once a month, and so I, wishy-washy. So let's, let's, is that consistent effort, like you said, patterns? Let's take a, let's take pattern. a, a scene out of what Insecure, where Lawrence, we, everybody's seen that, right? Lawrence is no, sitting No, I actually you, don't and plus you don't watch Insecure. Uh, I don't have HBO. All right, so let's give the shut scenario. the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so the scenario is right. The Somebody guy is her password. the guy oh, is password. um the guy. He's working on a app for a year and change and letting his girl mm-hmm. take care of all the bills and whatnot. But you know she knows the potential he has, but um, he's not bringing anything and it's it's starting to take a toll on her to the point where she ends up cheating. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how long do you let that person rock out for on their what the potential you think? Well, before that's you where leave? communication comes in. If you start seeing like, okay, I'm going broke trying to support you, then you gotta <laughs> like speak up and say it. Don't keep doing it. Amen. Say like, you know, my money's run, running low. Like maybe get a part time job yeah, or something. Exactly. And, you mm-hmm. can still pursue what you gotta, you know, do, but and just get a part time. And that's the thing. The understanding person would understand. You know what? All right, I have been on. I have been down too long. Let me yeah. let me try to do something. Yeah. She ain't she ain't telling me to stop. She's just saying we need we can't we can't live like this. We know we need. I need your help. That's, yeah. that's where the communication would come in to help fix that. I agree. Okay, so um, next question. Um, this question is a personal because um, actually, you know, like uh, me and a good um friend actually ended the friendship because of um the question that I'm about to ask. So. Because of that, it made me want to ask um, uh, you guys this. The question is, as a friend, if you see or know your friend is in a toxic or bad relationship, do you intervene or do you let them figure it out? Mm. I am the type that I feel like I could only talk so much. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could talk, 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 talk. But if I know you're not listening to me, I'm going to just be like, all right, well, yeah. you just got to let them yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And this female friend was in a you know relationship you know you know she was being beat and um Aww. and you know and and you know i was trying to let her know like yo no man should beat a woman at all but you know she saw the potential in him and she saw oh, well he could change and stuff like that and then when you know things went up shit's creek you know she got mad at me because i wasn't supportive mm. She turned her back and was like, oh, well, you were saying leave him, leave him, and this is on the third, and now we're no longer friends. So, and it does somewhat hurt, because I've known this girl like 20-some years. So, um, the question is, as a friend, if you know you're, if you have a friend that's in a toxic or bad relationship, do you intervene or do you let them figure it out? Ross, start, please. Uh, I have so many female friends, so I know too many toxic situations, and I'm always like, I give the advice. I tell you what it is right. to the best of my ability. I try not to be, um, you know, judgmental and, you know, look at it from just my point of view or just you're in the right. But once I, if the same thing keeps happening and you keep going back, I'm just, I'm just be like, I'll, I'll always listen if you need me to, but right. I'm going to stop talking about it. I'm going to stop be like, yo, you need to do this. I'm just be like, shit, damn, God damn. Yeah. Right. You gotta wash your hands at some yeah, point. It's, yeah, it's yeah. you just gonna drive yourself crazy trying to make them like listen. And that's what happened happen. to me. Like, I would be at work thinking like, damn, son, like she just like, oh, it happened again, and, and I'm at work feeling crazy. I'm like, oh, like mad, mad I began her. to put her shit in front of my shit. Right, right, right. Like I forgot to pay bills because I'm here thinking about shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Anthony, what do you think? 
Um, well, like you said, um, I don't think the best way of, um, of approaching that situation is to give someone suggestions. It is to give advice. I don't, I don't think you should tell someone, listen, you need to leave this person because of X, Y, X, Y, X, Y. You stay with them. So, so just to give advice as to, why, as, as to what you see what's going on and how they should approach it. But a lot of times, some people, they don't see the toxic things that's going on in a relationship. So you sometimes you may approach them on, listen, this is what's happening. Listen, I'm here for what you, whatever you want, whatever you want to do with it. But you gotta let that person make their mistakes on their own sometimes. Yeah. But when someone knows, when someone knows that they're with a certain person, certain or they're in a certain certain situation, at that point, if you know who you're with, you know who you're with. It's not much I can really do or tell you when you know your situation. You know, but right. if it's at a you point where if, you yeah, do. exactly if it's, at a, if it's at a point where in the beginning where you don't really know how to handle something, I'm gonna do my best as a friend to let you know. Listen. I don't think this is it right here, but listen, you're gonna make your mistakes on your own. But the best thing is just to, just to give advice, and that's about it, I think. Empress. I think also, so I'm gonna s- talk on my own situation. It wasn't like OD toxic in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did notice is that like my friends would be mad at me for staying in the relationship that I was in. Mm. And I would be like, but no, no, no. Like, you know, he's not a bad person, da-da-da. And my friend had pointed out to me, she was like, well, you know you only talk to us about the bad things. Mm. So we don't know what good things he is actually doing for why you're still staying. Mm -hmm. So I think in those situations, it's a possibility that not saying by them beating a woman, you know, is a okay thing to do, but I think we don't always get the full story. We always get part of the story that we are so quick to want to help and defend our friend. But um, I think it's just more of listening, understanding. But like you said, you could talk but so much and you just have to like let them figure it out. But I think we just have to, as that friend, we have to understand that we don't know the whole story. Interesting. Layla, I'm going to put you on the spot right, right quick. If Mariah, God forbid, is in a, you know, toxic situation, are you letting her figure it out or are you going to intervene and be like, nigga, stop talking to my friend. I like that. Um, I'm going to be like, girl, what are you doing? Like me personally, I speak my piece, but I'm only going to speak my piece once because I feel like either you're going to listen to the advice that I gave or you're not. And if you choose not to, I'm still going to be your friend and support you but if i see you getting too toxic i may say something else like if she come to work one day with a black eye and got sunglasses on i'm gonna say something again mm-hmm. but usually i just say my piece once hector um it's tough for me because no i don't think anyone wants to keep repeating themselves over and over and over right. again about the same mm-hmm. thing but i think that it isn't a, a easy situation to be in because it's hard to convince people to change their mind emotionally. Like, if someone is, has an emotional attachment with someone, to get them out of that emotional attachment is a very hard thing to do. Right. And you can't. Yeah, in, in, in some, in, it's almost impossible in some cases. So right. I think that I, I can't say that I would just, like, cut the person off, but I would just have to I – would, I would at least try to find creative ways. For example, in a case where it's, like, domestic violence, I would probably – Call the cops, like, like go there, like, cause but clearly they me would be like, why did you call the cops? Or, or take them to counseling, like, try to figure yeah, out non-traditional ways. 
Hector to, not to, to throw you off. That's what actually started me and uh, me and her beef. She wasn't telling her family, and I told her, you know, what I'm saying, I told her brother, then I told her dad, and then that's the worst thing I could have done. <laughs> yeah. Why did you tell let my bleeping daddy? Why did you tell my bleeping brother? Let me ask this question: If your sacrifice, if you're and you and her stop not being friends, saved her from that relationship, do you think it was worth it? Because, like you said, if it was a if it was a domestic violence case, which we know can end very badly, right, correct. Mm-hmm. If it saved her from being in that relationship, even if it was against her will, do you think it was worth? It? Like, you know what? We we may not we not friends, today. but she least, left him. At least, yeah, at least of you're course, alive. Of course, you know? like of course, of course, you're safe. Of course, yeah, of course. So it's definitely something where you know it could be it could be scaled. So on a, on a, on a case course. like that, right? It's 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 hard. But if it was something on a simpler level. Where you know the guy just wasn't buying you ice cream after every day, <laughs> you know, whatever it was. You I wish it was that life, man. <laughs> so I, I got a friend who actually, what, two days ago, just got arrested with his girl. Um, they both got arrested. They both got arrested. Yeah. She was, she was, she was at the door with the knife and he was in the bathroom. I'll be in with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, and so, but I, he's been with her for five years, and from the from the jump, I was telling him like, bro, from what I'm seeing. It's not looking good. I'm like, mm. you know, she's giving all the wrong signs. And I try to tell him from, from Jump Street. Like, I'm, I'm always, it's my best friend. I'm like, yo, I'm going to tell you everything that I see. And I'm trying my best to be objective, but nigga, yeah. <laughs> wake up. Right. So I talked to him for like a good, it, it was like an escalation. So it was like the one thing. All right, so she, she would say dumb stuff where I'd be like, bro, what is that about? And then the next thing, it would be like, she broke into your house. I'm like, nigga. And <laughs> she, wait, wait, she broke into She his... broke into, she, she left the house, and I guess the landlord must have locked the door because she was staying at his crib. So she went in the back and broke the window to the landlord's oh apartment and then went in and went up. What? <laughs> Yo, nah. bonkers. Wait, 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 wait. She didn't That's break into his, his apartment. She broke into the landlord's apartment. And went down and went oh. up. So nah, I'm like, so I'm like, so I'm like, bruh. No, that's not normal. That's not a normal <laughs> person's normal. mentality. <laughs> it's not normal. So that's, that's escalation like number five, but still, that, that's like the, yeah, the big that's one. Okay. So I'm like, yo, no, Doug, leave her right now. You cannot go back. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. And uh-huh. then he, he doesn't listen, and then he moves in with her. Oh gosh! Uh, you're right. Exactly. Did, did you bring him? To, did you bring him to the strip club? He met her at the strip club. Oh. But that's a problem. Did you bring him to the library? <laughs> yeah. I mean, buy him a book, man. Oh oh oh! He cut. She cut somebody. She cut one of the strippers in the club. I can show you the pictures. Lights down the middle. I'm just like I'm like brother. How? How? He's not like, getting on other girls. Like, like what's wrong with him? Like, she was the only one. Yeah, what is wrong with him? But I tell you what, this was his first actual relationship. That's oh, probably. Like, he's trying to so make it work. I That's think it's like he wasn't. He's. He doesn't know. It's like you know he hasn't been through the the heartache and all that, yeah. so this is his first time going through it. So it, that I give him the the leyway with that, Damn, but at the same what? time, That's from the life. time someone's for the first experience, so, like yeah. the cut, the cut. The cutting the other the other chick that was before the breaking into the house. Once I saw the cutting, he was like, he was like, nah. But she was talking about her his. She was talking about her son. I was like, nah, that's not an excuse. So, right, and then it goes from that to they move in together, and I end up having to go there because his mom calls me and is like, yo, they're fighting. I don't know what to do. Can you come with me? I go over there. 
I'm there trying to stop him from killing her while she's trying to kill her mom. I'm, oh, my God. I'm like, yo, this is this. Uh, so they, they, you think, you know, all right, he got it this time. They out the house. She tried to get him arrested, or she did get him arrested. I'm like, you got it this time, brother. Like, look, we not going to do this. I'm with you on this. I'm going to call you every day. I'm going to make sure you know. Do not go back to that girl. I know you're going through it, but we gonna, we going to do this together. I'm gonna, I got you. Did you bring the strip club then? <laughs> this sounds like a Stephen not, King book, I'm, yo. I'm not a strip club kind of guy, so I couldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But, um, yeah, it only took, like, I think about four days before you went back. I was like, yo, that that was the last time I gave a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some times where you just, you know what I'm saying? Because like, now right, you're going to so put yourself in danger. Right. Like, she yo, I'm, put the knife at you. The, like, my, her, his mom's went home with bruises. <laughs> like, Bruh, and I'm sitting there fighting you so you don't kill this girl. Yeah, like, yeah. Yo, you pray, should pray for your man. Yeah. So, but see now, praise for real. Pray for your boys. <laughs> so now, it's like that was probably about a year and a half ago. So now, two days ago, this new situation happens. I'm not saying anything like, "Yo, you need to leave this girl." That that's that's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm right. just I'm mm-hmm. just there for you. Like, yo, what's good, bro? How, tell me about it. What happened? How you feel about it? That's it. I'm not telling you. Yeah, you you know you need to. It's over for that. If you don't, if you don't know that on your own, yeah. You don't hear, you gonna feel, as they say back in the day. Anyway, Ross, Hector, Layla, Mariah, Empress, and Anthony, and Kia, who wasn't feeling well, so she went home. Appreciate, appreciate y'all for coming. One time, clap it up one time. Appreciate y'all coming. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Always, Um, always. Can't end the show without giving the good people that cast the Sound Lab shout out, shout out to Sly on the one and two, shout out to Preach and everybody. And again, once again, guys, thank you guys for coming on. Um, panel podcast dating and relationships part four video will be out soon. Link to all the sites will be out soon. So once again, guys, thank you guys for coming and get home safe. Thank you for having me. Later. Well done, everyone. Well done.